What's up, guys? It's Nick. Just want to let you guys know, no episode on Friday. There's not much going on in New York sports and sports in general. We've hit the slow season, unfortunately. This is some bonus content. Just a little quick 15-17 minute uh, audio clip of my buddy Lloyd's show, Lounging with Lloyd. I went to CCM with Lloyd. He's a very good friend of mine. He does awesome, awesome work. And um, I was very humbled to be on his show on the other end instead of hosting and being the guest. So this is the clip of his first episode. He's mostly a sports show, but um, he's told me he'd like to branch out in other places. But just want to give Lloyd a little bit of credit and a little bit of clout for him to get his platform out there and uh, to help a friend out. So, of course, we will be back on Monday, normally scheduled programming with all New York sports stuff. But today, just a slow week so far. So this is Lounging with Lloyd, episode one, featuring yours truly. We did a great job on this. I give all the credit in the world to Lloyd. He did a lot of work on it. A lot of editing went into this. He's just a hard worker. So give him a follow on Instagram at lwilson217. And his YouTube link is in his description on his Instagram. It'll also be in our show notes. So you can watch the live broadcast with me, Lloyd, and uh, his other buddy. So... Enjoy this bonus episode. We will see you guys on Monday. Enjoy Lounging with Lloyd. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Lounging with Lloyd. Here on this second segment, like I said before, I have my classmate here, Nick Federico. And welcome back to the show, Maxwell Struss. Yeah. Thank you for coming back. On this second half, we're going to be talking about, for one, we talked about last week, Final Four, National Championship just passed Monday, uh, Virginia versus Texas Tech. Uh, Hey, guys, I'm just going to say Virginia has been getting by through a lot of controversial calls for the past few weeks. That's for sure. Uh, With the traveling, uh, supposedly, as well as the being called on a foul shot, for a three-pointer, basically for the game winner. can't. I feel like you shouldn't call that in that moment. But we're going to just get to the championship, Virginia uh, against Tessex Tech. Uh, for Virginia, Hunter, he had 27 points, nine rebounds, and only missed one three out of the four or five shooting, as well as Guy. He had 24 points and three rebounds. And uh, Jared Culver, Culver, excuse me, 15 points, two steals, and nine rebounds. I mean... He was around his season average. Average is about 14, 15, but obviously in the national championship, uh, you got to put up more. So what do you guys, what's your take on the uh, the national championship? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a really good game. Uh, I think Hunter uh, was a guy I was really watching for because I think he really solidified his draft stock for the NBA Definitely. with um, the 4 for 5 shooting. I mean, that's something he struggled with last year. Obviously, Jerome and Guy were good, but they, they're pretty much... Uh, they're good every game for Virginia, so they can rely on them. For Culver, yeah, he, there were a couple games, especially in the Final Four and the National Championship, where he started slow. But I really think you could see his talent because uh, he was pretty much the only guy in Texas Tech that could go one-on-one and get his own shot. But, um, yeah, it was a great game. When you have three guys in Virginia that score in double figures, it's hard. It's, you know, they're a hard team to beat. But this matchup, Texas Tech-Virginia, wasn't the sexiest matchup, you could say, that everybody wanted. Everybody wanted Duke, North Carolina. Mm-hmm, the Zion thing. Everyone, everybody wanted that. But to say the least, I watched the game, obviously. It was it was an entertaining game. It's more, I think, it's one of the more memorable 
national championship games we've had in recent years. Even the one over with uh, Villanova with the buzzer beater? That's up there. The Duke-Butler one in 2010 when Gordon Hayward missed the half-court shot was up there. Yeah, I think, like you said, the draft stock went up, I think. And it's it's really interesting to think that Virginia being a one seed all this all these years, this is, your, this is their first national championship. Yeah, that was, That's unbelievable to think. That's what blew my mind. I really had to refresh in my memory. I didn't know. I thought I could have sworn they won. Yeah. Won one before. Uh in terms of, like, I remember you, uh, you mentioned uh, Culver's draft stop. Hunter, for the most part, was guarding him all night. And, you know, as uh, I want to shout out my man, Stephen A. Smith, I watch him all the time, uh, basically increased his draft stock as well, um, locking up basically the best player that Texas Techs have and only holding him to 15. I mean, as previous games, the memory is escaping me now, but seeing him putting up, what, 24, uh, darn near 30. And he only has 15 in the national championship. Yeah, he's one of their consistent scorers, who was. And um, going down the stretch, I remember he made the turnaround left-hand layup uh, with almost what, almost a minute to go left, and then I think Hunter, uh, Hunter. I think he cut it to like three that layup. Yeah, it was late. Yeah, yeah it was, and then Virginia came down, hit three, and then tied up the game, and then it was like literally second, like 40, 45 seconds left to go in the game, and then they went into overtime, but. I mean, they got the job done, unfortunately. I was actually rooting for Texas Tech. Just, I think we all were. Because uh, it's the underdog. I, yeah. you know, I feel like when you go for the underdog, it's always like that story where like, I just always related back mm-hmm. to the Giants uh, and the Patriots in 07. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Patriots have a, win a, like a uh, lossless season. They didn't w- uh, lose any games, and then they go into the Super Bowl. Perfect season. Only one game out of it, and then here comes Eli Manning. Yeah. I don't and, know where- Basically gets the job done. Mm-hmm. So uh, even though you know the whole uh, David Tyree, uh, yeah, miracles happen in straight. In I know. So that's just my. I, I just look, always root for the underdog. That's just always. who I am. And the thing about Texas Tech is that you know not a lot of people. They didn't get a lot of national attention. True. So I guarantee you, not a lot of people knew about them except for the fans. Patrick Mahomes. He put them on the map. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, it's nice to see, even though they were three seed, they were a high ranked seed. You know, they were a high ranked team. True. But I think seeding as far as that as far as I'm concerned, seeding's just a number to me. It's it's obviously been shown. Last year UMBC sixteen seed beaten Virginia last year. But Virginia now avenges that loss. They can get the monkey off their back. They have their first national title, so yeah, I mean, going with, with what you said, I think they're both the great stories about the UMC lo- UMBC loss last year for Virginia and then coming all the way back and avenging that and winning the national championship. And I think for Texas Tech, I think they wanted to have an underdog chip on their shoulder. They were picked to finish ninth out of 10 in the Big 12 in the preseason, and they pretty much just said, forget everyone else. We know what we have here, even though they lost. I think it was about four starters. And uh, Chris Beard, you know, led this team defensively. Uh, becoming the coach of the year for college basketball, and uh, they just rode themselves all the way to the national championship. So they're both great stories, and it was great for the NCAA to have a really good game in the final. Uh, going and uh, transferring over to the NBA, uh, last night uh, is bittersweet. Uh, Dwayne Wade, as well as Dirk Nowitzki, both called it their, well, Dwayne Wade has one more game tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. And, AKA, you know, they just clinched the playoff spot. But they're, what, six now? Uh, six, six or seven? Yeah, okay, six. Uh, Dwayne Wade, three-time NBA champion, five uh, in those appearances. Uh, I can just go down this list. 13-time All-Star, 
two-time scoring leader, eight-time NBA first team, three-time. It's he goes on. I mean, this whole thing, even with the Paul Pierce thing, uh, yeah. I don't understand um, where Paul Pierce gets to even think he comes close. Once you wait, from my point of view, you play the game for rings. If I got more rings than you, I'm doing something right. right. Regardless of the, who I had mm-hmm. and who you know, who was my teammates, well, I have three rings. How can you say you had a better career, or you know, you had a yeah, basically just I had a better career because uh, I guess like his credentials, but his credentials don't even match up with Dwayne Wade's. And then you can make the argument too that D Wade won one without LeBron, without Bosh. Exactly. That's the craziest thing. Like he didn't even win. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, no, no. That's uh, that it just blows my mind. Uh, he didn't even have a super team, so ain't no one can say Dwayne Wade didn't never win a by himself. Right. At most, you could say what Shaquille O'Neal, but Shaq, that's like Shaq on. Was older that's Shaq. what I'm saying. He was on the decline of his career. So I, if you ask me, Dwayne Wade in '06 carried that team to a championship. Exactly. And he, you know, he proved at that time, you know, not so much anymore, obviously, because you have guys like LeBron, you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's a beast. Oh. Um, uh, so but nice. Dwayne Wade, in my mind, he's the best player to ever play for Miami Heat. I know you have Alonzo Mourning, but. He's the best player to ever suit up for the Miami Heat, if you ask me. Wade County. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I was going to say what he said. 2006, for me, puts Wade ahead of Paul Pierce because he let, like, obviously in 2008 it was a great run from Boston, but they really did it with the four major players on that team. Uh, And Shaq and Gary Payton have said in years previous that they went to Miami, and when they found out how good Wade was, they said this is his team. So uh, with those type of credentials, I would put Wade ahead of Paul Pierce. I don't really know why. Paul Pierce said what he said. Um, <laughs> just a story. You know, I, I don't think it was like ESPN went to him and just said, just say something ridiculous today. I really think he believes that inside, but I also don't know why he just said, oh, I'm going to come out and say this. Well, I Obviously a player, sorry for cutting you off, but obviously a player is going to think they're the best player if they were to step on a court in a 5-on-5 game. They obviously believe in themselves, but yeah. I don't really know what the point of that was. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, you're, you know, these guys are competitors. They do this for years and years and years. They're going to think that they're the best player no matter what. But that's exactly what I was going to say. Well, I mean, no disrespect to Paul Pierce, a.k.a. the truth, but, I mean, when you just look at numbers, I mean, numbers never lie. Uh, at the end of the day, I feel like it's all about the chips. If you got more, if I got more chips than you, there's really not much you can really tell me. Absolutely. Uh, also, like I said, Dirk Nowitzki, four time, 14 time All Star, NBA champion, finals, MVP, also NBA, MVP finals. Oh my gosh, I can't even talk today. MVP happens to the best of us. Finals 2010 2011 season and spent 21 seasons with the same team. Uh, funny how we were mentioning Wade, you know, they won it that uh, Dallas and Miami Heat series. Uh, that was 2011, I think. 2011, yeah. Um, one of the worst, we could say, performances from LeBron. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's always going to be down history. But Dirk Nowitzki, you know, probably doesn't have the amount of chips that Dwayne Wade has, but definitely was uh, a very impactful player for his team. And not too long ago, Dwayne Wade even came out and said, you know, Dirk, uh, from that finals, it made him the player who he was um, for those uh, continuing years after those, uh, after the 2010-2011 finals. I think we can all agree here that he's probably the best European player to ever play, correct? Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> try to get that out. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, there are, good, there are good European players in the league right now. Definitely. Luka Doncic is oh, yeah, He's yeah. absolutely crazy. Um, definitely rookie of the year. My, uh, well, I don't know everybody wants to say Trey Young. He's having a good season, but not like... He's got um, a good shot. That's what yeah. I mean. yeah um, Steph Curry type range, I guess, but nobody, nobody ever looks at the summer league. He was, uh, it was 
When he first came out, he was not a little bit of a slow start. Yeah, I mean, he he hit the rookie wall early. Um, but you know, staying on Dirk, you know, hopefully he can mentor and show Porzingis some kind of uh, you know, they bring in another uh, Euro player there. So you know, hopefully Dirk can come give him some pointers before you know he leaves the team if he hasn't already. Uh, also, you know, I want to transfer it onto the NFL. I don't know if you guys, I know it's probably last week, last news, but. Antonio Brown, the whole Juju Smith-Schuster Instagram post. Uh, I feel like Nick Wright on First Things First said it first. Antonio Brown is acting like a crazy man. Um, he gets, he leaves Pittsburgh. I mean, and I know we all see Juju led the team in receptions. And I feel like he just has to let it go. You get your contract. You get your new start. You get a fresh start. You get a, a quarterback that you can get along with because, you know, he's been uh, continuously saying how bad Big Ben was a bad teammate to him and calling him out. But, I mean, what do you guys feel? Do you feel like he's just being dramatic? Have you guys even seen the, Did you guys see the DM? Yeah. Um, Juju? I, I just think it's immaturity. I mean, I don't. It doesn't really make any sense to me. I mean, and it was a fan who called out Brown. It wasn't even Juju at first. It was a, it was a fan that got personal. And, like, I don't know if Antonio Brown's ever been on Twitter, but this happens a lot. So I don't really know why. It hit, some, it hit a trigger, obviously. Um, and, yeah, it's just immature. And he has some sort of goal, but I haven't really figured out what it is, except it's just all about him. And I think he just needs to stop talking and pay attention to football because uh, he even talked about how Juju had the mistake in Week 16. But then after uh, Week 16, Antonio Brown didn't even show up in Week 17. So I just think he needs to stop talking. In terms of my my opinion, now Antonio Brown's to blame for everything he said and all that stuff. There's definitely something going on in Pittsburgh that we don't know about, though. In terms of what, uh, you do believe like inside? There's definitely there's a hierarchy issue in Pittsburgh. I think yeah. Big Ben's got too much power. If you ask me, he's I would agree with that. He's got too much power. Yeah. Yes, he's the quarterback. He's your leader. You can have other leaders other than a quarterback on a team. But you know he's been there the longest. He's got he's got two rings. He's been to three Super Bowls. I get it. But AB is a talent. Yes, he's a distraction too. But it's not just him. Le'Veon Bell left here now for a contract. Now I'm a little biased. I'm a Jet fan. I'm glad he's here. But no. But um, there's some, there's definitely something going on in Pittsburgh, and they're a mess. They're a mess right now. Who knows how good they're going to be this this upcoming season. But we'll see what happens. Can Juju live up to the hype and be Antonio one. Brown? Yeah. He doesn't want to be Antonio Brown. He wants to be Juju. Yeah. He's got the talent, though. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, I saw a comment on um, Instagram. It was funny. He's like, how do you embarrass yourself by trying to embarrass somebody else? Uh, I mean, Juju, all he was doing is what any college or even me would say to you know, somebody in the upcoming uh, profession, like, listen, I'm trying to get better. Right. What can I do to get better? And if I'm asking for advice, uh, I feel like that's any what anybody would do. Uh, sorry to cut you guys short. Uh, so I wish we could have got to the uh, the Giants and the Jets. Next and time, want to shut? Yeah, definitely next time. Uh, go ahead. Uh, you have a podcast. You I do. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Show it to the. Thanks for giving me some airtime. Of course. <laughs> Um, I'm, uh, I have a podcast, me and a couple of my friends run it. It's uh, called Tri-State Sports Beat. We just talk about anything, local area sports. We usually run about an hour, hour and a half. 
and uh, we've been in production for about a little, a little less than a year. Oh, okay. So we have over 4,000 listens in less than a year. So I'm very proud of it. Uh, we work very hard on it, and, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Tune in. It's, uh, it's real definitely gonna uh, have you back in uh, to discuss, you know, the Jets and the Giants as well as uh, the Nets, even though the playoffs will be starting up soon. Uh, thank you, Max, as well for coming back onto the show. Appreciate you. Yep. Thanks for having me again. Thank you again, Nick. Sir. All right. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Lounging with Lloyd. Again, if you'd like to join the show and talk about any topics that you may have, don't be afraid to reach out and email me at wilson.lloyd at student.ccm.edu. We'll see you next time. Have a good day. If you want to interact with us, follow us on Twitter at tristate underscore beat. Also, if you want to make an appearance on the show, send us a message on the Anchor app. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York Start spreading the news